Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! Hey, Whimsicott, do you know what Gliscorse typing is? Yeah, sure I do. It's like ground poison, right? No, Whimsicott, no. Gliscorse is most definitely ground flying. Oh, sure, Slack, you think everything is flying. Remember the Whimsicott thing? Please. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time again! Listen to the show with the phone that rains! It's Paco! Paco! And welcome to the 201st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-host... Maximus, you go first. Well, uh, like like she said, I'm Mr. Maximus. <laughs> and I'm the fluffiest whimsicott. And here at the Lavender Town Radio Tower, we are the Puckle Podcast. Uh, Puckle, P-U-C-L, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Uh, an awesome internet online Pokemon community that we do, and we hang out, um, and we do cool things, have tournaments and other stuff. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's an all-around good time, but this is the podcast where we just talk about all things Pokemon, and we have as much fun as we possibly can while doing it. Possibly so, talking about not Pokemon things sometimes, but we well, try... I mean, it's, it's in relation to Pokemon, I think, now, at least, when we talk about not Pokemon things. Yeah, we, we we had a, we, we had a whole episode on Super Smash Brothers, man. So we had a couple yeah. on Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's actually that is a, like a whole episode fitting into the bingo card. The bingo <laughs> yeah. card has an entry where the answer to the classic "What have you been doing in Pokemon lately?" is Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a um, that's a point on the bingo card. Uh, now, wait, is there a bingo card? It's still the one beyond it. Oh, okay, okay. We we'll, have to, we'll have to tidy it up, and we can make a good bingo card for people to play at home with. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, good segue, though. Uh, what have you guys been doing in Pokemon lately, since we've seen you last week? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, of course. Uh, I've been just rogue riding and finished breeding. 
I was thinking about going to the this recent tournament that um Pokemon Global was having, but I decided against oh, the Primal Clash. Yeah, but I decided against it because anything dealing with legendaries, I kind of do not want to touch. It just doesn't sound fun. I mean, I I really want to like because you were at PokeCon with me, and uh, I really want to start getting into Battle Spot more though. Because I feel like singles battle spot is a really good way to get into, like, just those little side tournaments they're having there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really, I want to get into it so I can be good at it, you know? I mean, I don't have a reason to, like, win a 3DS or a Wii U from that, since I have both of those things. Same. But, I mean, it'd be really cool to win and then, like, give away or something. Yeah, have that a prize here on Puzzle. Now, mm-hmm. that would be something worthwhile. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or you could just win for the Pride of Buckle. Exactly, the Pride of Buckle. No, no. I was talking to Misty about this actually the other day. Probably yesterday, actually. And we're we're working on some new t-shirts and stuff as well. So next year we can mm. all go with, like, really cool t-shirts and stuff. Nice. Oh, awesome. Still got, still got mine. Yeah. <laughs> I still have mine as well. Uh, so what about you, Whimsicott? What have you been doing lately in Pokemon? Oh, I have been finding out that... Reading for a little cup is a bit more complicated than I had anticipated. It is. I mean, I mean, it's not terrible, but it is a little bit more complicated because you need that level five, and you're trying yeah. to put moves that are in their normal level upsets. Yeah. So you need to have both parents knowing yeah. the moves, so you can't use a ditto, and yeah. you have to get your like your Pokemon with good IVs to a certain level. And not mm-hmm. overshoot, otherwise you have to waste time hard scaling the moves back, and it's it's actually a mess. I like I hope I have time to breed for the little cup tournaments, but I only have less than a week left. Yeah, now, there's only a so. week left. That's that's actually <laughs> what I've been doing lately in Pokemon, is I've been getting that ready. I've got I've got like three members ready at the moment, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Hopefully I can get the other three done this week. I don't think it should be a problem. I'm uh, I'm a little bit faster at doing some of these, I assume, than other people. Just oh. because... Well, I've done this before. Like, Yeah, you're more used to the format. I, like, I had a nasty surprise today when I went to check. Oh, so how do I get this move on this Pokemon? Yeah. And... Okay, I need both parents to be at level thirty-nine. Yeah, I've got I've got Fun some extra times. stuff. If you need if you need certain things, I can help you out. Thank no. you, but I like you know I am very fixated on breeding my own. Pokemon, that's true. That's so. fair. That's are fair. y'all chain breeding moves, or are y'all just doing moves straight from the parents? Uh, so sometimes I need it. It to, like I'm running a team that I typically run on Showdown for the Little Cup ladder. It's gotten me to like top 100 a few times, mm-hmm. and. Mm. Just because I'm used to playing that, and I know how to react to pretty much everything in that tier with that team. Mm. And, like, I mean, there are a few things I have trouble with, but I can usually figure it out. Because, mm. you know, yeah. um, I don't know if y'all use the, the Poke, uh, Pokenav, the mm-hmm. Pokedex, well, not Pokedex, Pokenav on um, Oras. If you're yeah. looking for a Pokemon there, you can have, actually find, like... Pokemon with their yeah 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 on, you don't have to breathe. Yeah. I don't I don't think I am having that problem with any of them that I need. Like a lot of them that I'm picking up are actually really nice in the fact that most of the moves they need are either the move tutor moves or yes. they are uh, they're either move tutor or what's the other one um, TM. Uh, yeah. So, no, TM's are gonna I... be your best friend in this. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I mean, I there's do. there's a few that are kind of hard. Like, I'm trying to go for a certain hidden power on one, but... Oh, man. 
<laughs> we'll see what happens. I, I'm not going to make any guarantees, but we'll see what happens. Now, my, my only problem is with level up moves that, like, come into the Pokemon at a very high level because mm-hmm. you essentially need to train the parents and... Yeah. You know, eh. It's a problem. It's, yeah, it's just a bit harder than it usually is for me because I'm so u- used to you know using Ditto. Yeah, Ditto is really easy for, like, OU. Little Cup is a little hard to breed for, but once you get... Like, I love the tier <laughs> just because... <laughs> It's it's very easy to get into. Like if you want to enter into Pokemon, like Little Cup is the way to do it. Just because, um, like understanding speed tiers is a lot easier in Little Cup, mm-hmm. and you know it, it, it teaches you to like pick up on your opponent's items, your opponent's sets, mm-hmm. because with such low levels and low like numbers, you can. It's a more drastic change between smaller things, and. Those are definitely, uh, that's definitely one of the things I like about it. It's yeah. just, it's it's simple to do, and there aren't enough people playing it. But I'm really excited for this tournament, actually. I don't yeah. know that I've actually signed up yet. Oh, <laughs> I know I haven't should. signed up yet. I should, well, I... because I'm going to have a team for it, so. I haven't, because I, I'm not going to do that until I'm sure I can breed mm-hmm. my team this week. So. Yeah. <sighs> I'm really hoping I can, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be Buggle great. tournaments are so much fun. They are, right? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're a blast. And I actually do have a prize for this one, and I keep forgetting to post it. I have a prize for this one. so. Ooh. I, I can testify I have some pictures of the prize. It exists. It exists. I need to get some good pictures done of it, and I will put it online. I'm going to get some good pictures probably later today. I'll do it later today. Mm-hmm. Or at least promise to do it later today. <laughs> We're holding you up to that. Yeah, I'm gonna Let check out. Do. I'm gonna check out eleven fifty nine midnight and make sure they're on there. <laughs> You've been saying that for like the past month or two, so I'm yeah, sure been, it will I'm, happen sooner or later. Okay, it's gonna happen because you know how I said the YouTube was gonna happen. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. I'm gonna have. There's a video. And I've already let. I, I've already let I, the inner circle look at it. Yeah, I can I, testify to that as well. I think oh, wait, I'm gonna. Wait, 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 wait the video. Uh, I have not shown it to you yet. Um, wait, uh, wait a minute. Um, huh? I only showed I showed it to the writing staff uh, because the writing staff, I feel, in my opinion, oh, is a okay. bit more representative of like our fan base than okay. he, the inner, he you said inner circle. I said, wait, wait, I haven't seen it. Oh no, no I meant like I meant like just a particular set of people. Maximus, he says inner circle to make us feel better. What he means is ideal guinea pigs. So... <laughs> you could have just said the writing staff. That's, that's... I could have just said the right. I didn't want to like... say inner circle. Say, wow, I'm about to say, wow, I'm not that important. <laughs> that so I meant by that. happy somehow. My apologies. Actually, after this segment, I'll actually send it to you so that you can watch it later today. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Sneak preview. Sneak preview. It should be up hopefully later this week. Um, I don't think anybody's objected to it so far, so uh, it it's definitely a work in progress. But it'll it'll definitely hopefully get better in the near future. I personally already think it is something to look forward to because it it looks like it, like it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So without further ado, then I guess that's it for the introduction segment. So let's kick over to what little news we have. Cue the epic music.
Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. And today I am very disappointed to tell you that after we had two excellent news weeks, there was there is absolutely nothing again. Uh, <laughs> it had to end sooner or later, folks. <laughs> I mean, give it give it like two more weeks though. Two more weeks, I think. Uh, what ha- what day is it in two weeks? It's the tenth of October. So around then we should be getting more Coral Coral leaks, and I'm saying around that time we're gonna be getting some Pokemon Z. I am crossing my fingers. If not November. Uh, and mm. I could definitely see like a summer release with this. I could see a summer release. Have they ever done summer? I thought they always uh, in Japan like, they have done summer. Fall. In Japan oh. they have done summer. I mean a lot of people are just like, yeah, Pokemon usually comes out in the fall. I'm like, well yeah, the past three have, but I mean if you look at like the releases before that in the US Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say. Uh, so in the U.S., we've had Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire in November. We had X and Y in October. Uh, we had Black and White 2 in September. Uh, then Black and White was in March. Mm. Uh, and so, like, it, it's kind of just... It, I'm going to say it's kind of just random how this all works out. Yeah. I mean, it, it follows a lot more closely to the Japanese release date, yeah, being in the fall. But... Mm. Uh, Black and White 2 were actually released in the summer in Japan mm. just before the movie or coinciding with the movie release where Kairam's, you know, flipping between forms and stuff. Oh, that's right, because the movies come mm-hmm. out every summer. Yeah, the movies come out in the summer, so I wouldn't be surprised if we got the game to coincide with the movie release in Japan, and I wouldn't be surprised if the anime to some extent got caught up to the point where the US got the movie a little bit earlier. Hmm. That would be nice. They are hyping this movie up very much. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, as I've said said, like plenty of times, this is the first time in a very, very long time that we've had a Pokemon game or a Pokemon, like Pokemon be revealed before a game announcement. Yeah. It's it's very exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. It is. I remember when that used to be a thing and it was awesome. Yeah, and it's still awesome, right? Uh, but, so let's talk some news that's happened, uh, there's very little, uh, some cool things that has, that have, uh, that have, some cool stuff that has happened. There we go. (laughs) I'm using my (laughs) words. Uh, we can, we have, uh, all of the images for Blue Shock and Red Flash, which are the newest TCG sets. Um, we have all the scans ready in translation, so you can check those out on Bulbapedia, I believe, or, uh, I guarantee you Pokebeach or somebody has them as well by this time mm-hmm. and that, i mean the mewtwo ex card just looks phenomenal so it looks amazing and i am very sure viger is going to love it i'm very <laughs> excited just for this set in general like uh it's like it seems to be the kickoff to the 20th anniversary of pokemon because mm-hmm. it's a very gen 1 themed set and it's very 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 exciting yeah I, this is interesting. There is a Vivian card. It's a Japanese Vivian card, but mm-hmm. it's a meadow pattern. Yeah. And so far, yeah. the Vivian, from what you guys were saying in an episode back when, yeah. the Vivian were actually matching the region yeah, that the yeah. card was out in. And this one instead is a meadow pattern Vivian on a Japanese card. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. New thing. Oh, these Houndoom cards are really good. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on, and it's really cool with that set. Um, 
I don't want to like blow too much because of some other things that we're working on next weekend. Uh, re- referring to the TCG, but oh. uh, not not in a regular Puckle episode, but uh, for something else. It's a project that you guys I hopefully will hopefully really enjoy. Um, because we don't talk enough TCG here, and I don't know enough that I would call myself very well versed in it. But we, I've got plans. <laughs> Big plans. We have our ace in the hole. <laughs> uh, we have also have uh, new 3DS themes. I think I talked about these last week. They're out in the U.S. as well right now. Um, yeah. There there really has not been that much going on. Um, no, the Primal Bell competition has started, but we've talked plenty about that last week. So uh, it's on. If you guys, well, It's not going to be on by the time this episode comes out, so this was actually completely useless. Mm-hmm. Oh, whimsical. Yeah, and so we have, uh, yeah, so I guess go to Puckle News now. We have the Mini Madness Tournament, which we were talking about earlier. That's, sign-ups are still open until, uh, I believe, October 3rd. Yes. So go do that if you haven't and you want to participate in a Little Cup Tournament. Uh, If you need some help, just talk to me. I could probably help you guys out uh, with strategy, at least. Probably not breeding, because I'm busy breeding my own stuff. (laughs) But it yeah, would. De- but... I'm definitely looking forward to it. I love doing puckle tournaments. And actually, there's a uh, so fun fact about people who are already signed up. Uh, you know how I reference this guy that I carpool with all the time. He signed up. <laughs> he signed up. Hey. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, he signed up. He's a, he actually was the first person to sign up because uh, the way I got him back and like he played Pokemon and he just never did anything competitively. And so one day I was just sitting down and I was just like, I made a little club team and he was talking to me and I'm just like, and I had it like playing in the background while I was doing some work. I was mm-hmm. playing little cup off to the side. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm playing little cup. He's like, oh man, I should go try this out. And so he tried it out. And so like, that's how I got him into like competitive Pokemon. You do that to people. I never played a competitive match before I found out about Buckle. I mean, like, it's real. I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? I mean, I, I see Puckle more as like a gateway drug, uh, not like as a drug. Like we're not bad, uh, but I see it as like an entryway into competitive battling. Like we've had a lot of people who have like started competitive here in Puckle, like especially like when it start, first started, and I've seen a lot of them just like rise. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that I've seen just become like really, really good at Pokemon, and. It, it 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 makes me very happy when that happens, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very excited for this tournament. Let me see. We right now have, I believe, ten people signed up for it right now. Nice. Uh, nine. Nine. My bad. Oh, that's Step it up. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's more people <laughs> than we're signing up for the Little Cup tournament at, uh, at U.S. Nationals. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are international, so that sounds fair. I, I mean, it would sound fair, but I feel like a lot of those people are from the U.S. that signed up. Though I, I think Hanakane did sign up, and he's living in China, so... Yeah, so I guess that counts. That counts. Yeah. Um, I don't know, there's no news this <laughs> week. Uh, in other Puckle news, you should definitely watch the YouTube this week. There will be a video this week. Guaranteed. 100% guaranteed this week. As mentioned before, I it's already done. I haven't had too many negative responses to it. Uh, I mean, I've had like pointers on how to make the series of videos that, that this begins a little bit better, which will definitely help in the future. 
Uh, do not expect too much, I will say, but do expect there to be more content coming to you during the week than just this podcast. Hey, at least it's content. I mean, it's something, right? I mean, I've been yeah. promising this YouTube thing for like a year. It's not the original vision I've had for it. Uh, I still have that stuff on the back burner, but we should be able to get it going. At least people will no longer be able to roast you about YouTube content. That, that happened yesterday on Twitter, actually. Like, uh, yeah, so, like, what I did was, uh, so I, I have a couple office chairs in my office. And so I was in here, like, working on the YouTube video. And so I, uh, my cat, which I have mentioned before in previous podcasts. He's he, becoming, like, a mascot for Pokemon. Yeah, he has, like, separation anxiety. <laughs> so, so when like, so like when somebody's home, he always has to be near somebody. And so I was the only one home. And so what he did is he hopped up on the other office chair, and he like mm-hmm. fell asleep on it. And so I took a picture of it and I tweeted it. And uh, I'm just like, and it was just like, oh, Thatch has an assistant helping him edit YouTube videos. And then somebody <laughs> comes up and comments on. Uh, he sends a reply to that. He goes. If I'm not mistaken, he's sleeping, so does that mean we have to wait seven more years for YouTube videos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, I have it done. It's happening. It's definitely oh, happening. But yeah, um, I guess we can move on then to today's topic after this real short break. Hey there, Puckalonians. Gator here to tell you how you can love us more. Here at Pokemon Underground Champion Leagues Podcast, we both want and need your undying affection. But Gator, you ask, how can I do that? It's easy! Follow our Twitter and Tumblr, like us on Facebook, subscribe to the Puckle subreddit, find us on YouTube, and if you find yourself with a couple extra dollars, consider donating to the show. 100% of donations go to the community and keeping the show running. I love you. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is Pokemon types that just don't make sense. Not like the types themselves, but Pokemon who have types that just do not fit them and don't make sense. Because uh, Whimsicott was actually, like, I guess you were just doing this for fun? I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I was doing this inspired by your utter confusion about my previous typing <laughs> last week. I still I still claim that that Whimsicott was grass flying. I could have swore it was grass flying. You were wrong. Like, I can't I can't believe that. Like Ethan agreed with me and Ethan trained one in Gen 5. Like come I on. trained one in Gen 5 and Shamu agreed with me and we all know who the expert here is. It's Shamu. <laughs> so. I swear it was grass flying. I swear. When in doubt, listen to Shamu. Like that yeah. that's such a like it's such a like remarkable thing for me. Like, not to be like big headed or anything, but I play a lot of Pokemon. And I know. to like I claim to know all of their types. And you I, have in fact claimed that on several occasions. Yeah, and I do. I do. I know every one of them except for Whimsicott's old Gen 5 typing. That's apparently the only one I don't know. Hmm. Are you sure there may be others? That I don't you think don't there are know. others. You don't know. I think one day we're gonna so. have we're not gonna have a quiz you and like you just seven hundred and twenty <laughs> Pokemon. What what are their types? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I can definitely tell. Like that that that's awful. Like I can't believe that. 
I mean, that means that, like, I didn't play much competitive Gen 5. I will say that. I didn't play too much competitive Gen 5, because by the time I was ready to do it, Gen 6 happened. And it was such a short generation. And, like, I was ready for Gen 6. I was going to play some Gen 6. And I, I have. I've played a lot of Gen 6, and I'm very happy with it. I've become familiar enough with the meta to make some conclusions. Not all the conclusions in the world, but some of the conclusions. And I've, uh, but yeah, I can't believe that. Like, that means that anytime I played a Whimsicott in Gen 5, I didn't know what I was doing. Whimsicott blowing people's minds since 2010. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that tells me. Like, that's 100% what that tells me. Oh, man. But either way, Whimsicott, you have a list. So let's, let's start with your list and we can start talking about those. Well, it's not a real list, but yeah. let's pick one at random, and let's start with a big one. Which one? How is Lugia not a water type? That is a true statement. I always thought it would be. I mean, honestly, though, like, the amount of water flying Pokemon there already are, I'm a, I'm really happy that it's psychic flying. I mean, well, I'm okay with good, it. Though. I mean, they could have made it psychic water. For all I care, no, no, no! It has but... to be flying, right? It's got wings. But oh, a lot of things this... in this game has wings, and it's not yeah. flying. That is on my list. We'll get to that. <laughs> like flying is a weird semi-optional typing. Well, we'll get to that later. Let's go back to Lugia. Well, we'll think about like the Pokemon the movie two thousand, which is probably still to this day like my favorite Pokemon movie. I was really disappointed actually. Mine as well. Uh, because, uh, Misty went back home, and, because I, I don't own, like, the original, the first three movies on DVD, mm. but I have, uh, four, five, six, and seven on DVD, mm. and she's like, oh, well, back home, I have, like, the other three, and I'm like, okay, and so she comes back from visiting her parents, and she comes back with one and three, and not two. And not two. Oh, and I was just no. like, where's number two? <laughs> That's the only one worth watching. <laughs> hey, so you don't wait. You don't like watching number one? Oh, no, I like watching number. I like watching all. Like okay, the, the only the, watching. Let's like what? There are certain Pokemon movies that are not worth watching. Um, that would be unless that would unless be you... Pokemon Forever. Nobody can watch that. I have never that. watched that, but you know I don't. would very much don't. like. To... I did a review on it like a few years back. You uh, did, and you further convinced me that I should not watch it. Exactly. But it has Suicune in it. I want to watch it. Plus, I love time travel. Like time travel plots are my absolute favorites. Like, the saving so... graces of that movie are that you get to meet like a young Professor Oak. Mm-hmm. And I still think Suicune is cooler. But like that's like the saving grace. There's just it's just so bad. The conflict, like, there, there's a lot of cool, like, aspects, like, look, your favorite Pokemon's here. But there's just, mm-hmm. like, the whole aspect of, like, it not showing, like, like the plot just not being good. That's, like, that is, that to me is the symbol of when Pokemon just started going downhill. Was fourth season, fourth generation. They had an awesome theme song, but it, they didn't do it well. And, <laughs> and then it just went yeah, downhill it's... from there. You heard it here first. That's just identified Gen 4 as... Not Gen 4, not Gen 4, Season 4 of the anime. You also said Gen 4. You said Gen 4. I meant Season 4 of the anime. (laughs) Oh, man. Somebody's going to, like, cut that clip out and, like, make that the clip. Remix it, folks! Gen 4, (laughs) we're down, we're down, Gen 4. (laughs) 
But either way, let's go. Let's go back and talk about go talk about these typings. But either, uh, yeah. Sci- I don't. I like the psychic flying typing. I'm okay with it. But what they did was they made Lugia. They tried to tie them into like the legendary birds of Gen One for some reason, and which it made a really cool story. Yeah, I was very much okay with that. But it um, didn't. It didn't translate into the games that way, which is kind of upsetting. No, and well, but you know. Lugia didn't have much to do in the games. I mean, Hoho mm-hmm. had the whole beautiful story with the Burn Tower mm-hmm. and the Legendary Beasts, and Lugia had nothing. So I'm very much okay with them giving him his own story yeah. in the movie. But why would a Pokemon that is like a, a counterpart to Hoho, a Pokemon who lives at the bottom of the ocean, a Pokemon who has like Hydro Pump as Pretty much its signature move not to be a water type. <laughs> Why? I, I I don't know. It's I I thought it was very confusing as a child too. Uh, yeah, I'm still confused it. now. Because every single time you turn on, let's say Soul Silver or regular mm-hmm. Silver, where is Lugia in the title screen? He's underwater. You're 100 exactly. percent correct. Yeah. And he's I he's mean, got so many water attributes, and it it is very confusing as to why he's a he's a psychic type. I don't know that I can like, give you a good answer for that. I don't have I like I was an adult the first time I saw Lugia and mm-hmm. I was just as confused. Yeah, so, I, I don't I, I don't know I give you a good answer. I just noticed <laughs> something. Every single Pokemon like in the movies that that's really talked to somebody, mm-hmm. if it has most of them have been psychic types, besides Lucario. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing, like it's not on my list, but mm, Lucario is not a psychic type. That's weird. Well, I kind of go, oh, yes. Well, aura. Well, fighting uses a lot of, like chi and aura mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's why. It's... Yeah, but this reading people's aura thing kind of borders on the psychic things. So. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's not one of my main ones. Do you want me to pick another one from Yeah, the pick list? another one. Pick another one. Okay, why does Tyranitar get dark typing besides it being the new cool thing in Generation 2 <laughs> and it being the pseudo-legendary? Okay, well, you just gave the reasons why it was, okay? Uh. I I want an internal reason. Meta reasons are not good enough for me. I want the reason that I want things to have their coherency because I'm a whimsy god. I want a real world to live in. I mean, why would it be exciting to still be, like, a ground rock type? We have plenty of those, right? It would not be exciting, but at this point, just start Larvitar out as a, as a dark type. Okay, so his name's Tyranitar. And so you think of a tyrant, just like Tyrantrum. Tyrants are, like, evil people. Mm. And it's the evil typing. Well, t- Tyranitar doesn't... Well, t- well, Tyrantrum doesn't really... He doesn't get dark typing either, yeah, he but no. <laughs> he's called a tyrant. Be- he's called rock. <laughs> he's he's called Tyranitar be- or ty not Tyranitar. He's called uh, Tyrantrum because he's a very uh, because he's a Tyrannosaurus. He, he, he's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, yeah, Tyranitar on the other hand is a tyrant. That's what I like to think. I don't know. I mean, that's what mm. I think. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Let's let's move on to like the opposite of dark type, okay. fairy type. Like I'm okay with Whimsicott becoming fairy type. I'm okay with Clefairy becoming fairy type. It was pretty obvious, but like it's the fairy Pokemon. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Mister Mime and Gremble. 
Yeah, no. Granbull is Granbull. I I can't understand why Granbull would be a fairy type. Like the only reason I can think of is that Snubble has a little bow and it's pink. But I don't no. think that's reason enough. No, that's not. That's not reason at all to make it a fairy type. I think, in my opinion. And while Snubble and Granbull just slightly perplex me, I am actively against Mr. Mime being a fairy type. I think he ruins our reputation. I, He's a creep. I don't want him among our fairy people. I, ha- I have an answer for Granbull, if you're willing to listen. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, so Granbull is actually, if you look at his Pokemon species name, even before it was a fairy type, uh, was called the fairy Pokemon. Why? Yeah. Uh, fun fact, um, but it also may be a reference to a uh, mythological creature in Celtic mythology called the, uh, let me see if I can make this pronunciation correctly, uh, the Q-Sith, which is a, uh, which is a young bull with the appearance of a wolf. And I so, Grand Bull is supposed to be some sort of resemblance to that. I do not have a picture of this beast. That uh, is so weird. But that it's, uh, sounds exceedingly weird. But it actually translates uh, to dog fairy from Celtic languages. Oh, all right. So all right. that's where the fairy typing comes from, from Granbull. Uh, Mr. Right. Mime, though. Mr. Mime, do not have an answer for you. I don't know why he is a fairy. I mean, maybe if you're looking at, like, traditional fairies... Uh, mm-hmm. maybe I could see him being very close to, like, something that they would put in, like, an anime as a fairy. You know? Uh, no, me. I don't. Uh, go watch some <laughs> Sword Art Online or something. Like, fairy in anime is tied to me, for me, like... You need to watch Sword Art Online ones, got That will fix it. You need to watch Sailor Moon and all the Studio Piero anime. I used to watch movies. Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, I... No, let's like, not let's not show our age. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, Studio Piero anime from the eighties. Yeah. I, I am beat every time. Um, but still, I don't know. I I think I think I I know. I guess that fairies are supposed to be slightly unsettling, but Mister Mime is too unsettling. Yeah, slightly. Exactly. I, I just don't under, Yeah, I don't understand Mr. Mime being a fairy at all. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, what else do you have? I have uh, another prophecy about, like, it's pretty obvious why Magnemite and Magnetone turned into steel types, but mm-hmm. then why did Voltorb and Electrode not become steel types? They're not they're steel types. They are Pokeballs! Pokeballs are made of metal! They, they aren't Wait. Pokeballs. You don't know that they're Pokeballs. They, they get mistaken up- for Pokeballs. Yeah, that's another thing. Those things are actually pretty bigger than Pokeballs. Yeah, they're, they're way the bigger size. than Pokeballs. I don't understand they how are... people get those confused. I don't know, but I think there is a Pokedex entry somewhere that clearly states that Voltorb and Electrode started appearing when the first Pokeball was invented. Yeah. So, they I are Pokeballs. I, I, I don't think you can claim they're Pokeballs yet. They are close enough, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I don't think you can claim that, but that's fine. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> I can say whatever I want because I was never a flying type. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, uh, that's fair. Let's move on. 
Why are Volbeat and Illumise not electric types? Why are Volbeat and... Okay, that's a good question as well. I would I really have, uh, like, yeah. actually, Volbeat to be an electric type. Illumise, I'm not sure about. Um, like, their whole thing is that they, like, shine a light around. They're, and they're, I... they're lightning bugs. Yeah. Exactly. They are, and... Why that that seems like a very missed opportunity. Bugs. That just feels like a very missed opportunity. Yeah, it's opportunity. not like they are bug flying. They're just bug types. So yeah. electric could have fit in there. Yeah, that just mm. sounds very, like, that just feels very, very, like a very missed opportunity. I don't That's know a unique typing, too. I don't think yeah. of any bug flying. Mm-hmm. Galvantula. Oh, oh, oh bug. Oh, oh, I You said bug flying, but you meant yeah, bug Galvantula, yes, only one. But that came, like, way after Volbeat and Illumise, so... Yeah, that's Gen 5. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Volbeat and Illumise. I can't give you an answer for that. <laughs> we yeah. haven't found many answers so far. You did find me an answer for Gramble. Gramble I got an answer for. Thank you. Uh, okay, we have discussed how Palkia's, like... <laughs> Typing doesn't kind of based on make a, a lot of sense, but Palkia himself gave us an answer about that. Okay. So, I guess we can move on from there. Mm-hmm. I have, um, like, a beef with Shelmet not being a steel type. Like, uh, I don't. I don't. I do. I kind of do. Because, because Carablast becomes a... Uh, a bug steel type when it evolves into Excavalier because it steals the steel coating mm-hmm. from Shelmet. So why is Shelmet not a steel type? I feel like Shelmet gets the uh, get. Okay, I feel like that's more of a meta reason than anything else. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they. Uh, I think it's more of a game design reason, to be completely honest. Like if a steel steel typing in Gen Five. When you were running into, uh, when you were running into Shelmet, steel typing like had an amazing, amazing defensive like resistances. It was insane, like how many resistances. But Shelmet is not a quick when you encounter early game, so. Uh, you, I know, but you run into it later, and you're not, you're not required to have a fa- fire type, which you would be if you were to run in these Shelmets over and over and over and over again. I think it would Whoa. be okay if Shelmet's like encounter rate was much lower. But if you're running into shelmets all the time, I don't think that's a good thing at all. But you can run away; they're really slow. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I guess. <laughs> so, and the repel is a thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, uh, um, let's have another legendary that okay. slightly perplexes me: Darkrai. Darkrai Dark- could have easily well, been a psychic type or a ghost type. Well, no, 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 no. Dark- Did you say Gen 3? Did you say Gen 3? This is Gen 4, Wimsicott. <laughs> Back in Gen 4, Darkrai I, existed. I said another legendary. Oh, okay, legendary. Okay, we thought we heard Gen 3. This is a giant I, I action fail. <laughs> no, it was, it was a giant accent fail. I never mentioned any <laughs> version. Okay. <laughs> I'm she's sorry. she's not American, okay. Uh, in case you haven't picked up on it, uh, but <laughs> she... <laughs> I just said that I can prove that I'm not American. Yeah, so she's uh, 
So, yeah, no. Dark, no, I think Dark Rise typing makes sense because he gives people nightmares. Like, that's evil. That's an evil thing. Yeah, the darkness of people's hearts. Giving people nightmares has been a psychic type thing since Generation 1. Okay, you can't, you, can't, you can't start attributing things with Generation 1 psychic types. That makes, Wait, means it's what, not Dark type. What, because what Generation 1, broken, needed Dark types, did not exist. Wait, I... Because the only move I think you're thinking of is Dream Eater, but that's... Yeah. That's not giving you nightmares, that's just that's eating just your dreams. That's just stealing somebody's memory. Uh, yeah, but you can only do that when someone is asleep. Yeah, yeah, but it's not... Okay, but if, look at Dark Rise ability. Bad dreams. Yeah, bad dreams. It's not no, called I'm, Dream Eater, it's I, called Bad I'm Dreams. Not saying, I'm not saying his typing does not make sense, it's just that... I am surprised that, um, like, no one I, ever I, considers that it might have been either a dark psychic or a dark mm. ghost type. It would have been dark ghost because it, it can go in the shadow. So I thought it was a yeah, dark ghost. Yeah, I always think I, I like I have to actively remember that he's just a dark type when I when I see a dark right. Hmm. But it might you know be. That's a personal thing, I think. Yeah, it's a personal. Well, um, some of these are obviously <laughs> No, but say, if he was a dark ghost type, you know how broken he would be up to Gen 6? Mm-hmm. That's, that yeah, it's crazy. incredibly broken, but it's not like you're using Dark Cry in a regular competition because he's a mythical Pokemon. So. Yeah. yeah, okay. Either way, give us uh, give us one more, Wazicott, before we tie this Just off. one more? Uh, you can do one or two. One or two more. Okay, I have uh, one specific Pokemon. Okay. And, well, I have two, but they don't really... And then I have two questions, if we have some Okay, time. yeah, let's do, let's do one more, and then you can do your questions. Okay, Krandos is just rock. I always look at it and see a steel type. No, I don't, no, I don't see it. Mm-mm. It's a... Okay, personal thing again. And Dunsparce. I'm, I get that Dunsparce is supposed to be completely useless, but everything in its Pokedex entries suggests a ground type. It also says it can fly, I think. Uh, yes, I think so... It would be it cool if it was, like, a rock-flying type. It learns roost. I so. think I think it should be fairy-type, but... Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. like that. I would have liked a retcon normal fairy-type Dunsparce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be Mega a better normal type than Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff. <laughs> Mega Dunsparce is going to go the Awadino way yeah. and become normal fairy. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Uh, so what are your questions? My questions are as follows. The first one is, how come, as I mentioned before, that flying seems to be like an optional slap-on type? Like, look at Butterfree and Bidril. <laughs> Bidril, like Dustox, like a lot of other bug-type Pokemon who obviously fly, like they fly in the remission, they can take part in a sky battle, they fly, but they are already two types, bug and poison, so mm-hmm. flying gets put to the side. I think, I think, well, you don't want too many fl- flying types, first of all, in a balanced game like you that. Obviously don't, but my question becomes, how come flying is not optional for a Pokemon like Butterfree or a Pokemon like Beautifly, if Beedrill doesn't need to be a flying type, why does Butterfree need to be one? Uh, okay, so, I mean... 
so flying this type wasn't hard. originally flying type, right? It was originally it was a bird. bird type. It was originally like a type that was attributed to like a feature of the animal or the feature of the Pokemon related to being an animal. Yes. And so I think if you think about that in that sense, uh, I feel I feel like all the que- if we answer the Beedrill Butterfree question, it'll answer I... all of the questions because I feel like everything else that happened is just kind of following suit. Probably, and... but I don't see how butterfly resembles a bird in any way. So. Exactly, and so I feel like I feel like flying type was exactly just a tacton type. I think I think you're one hundred percent right in saying that it's just a tacton type. It's just and... slightly disappointing. Like this is the thing that irks me to no end, and I know it irks you as well. Why does Muscarine have to lose its really cool typing with the vaults? <laughs> Yeah, Water like, Bug is such a cool, unique typing, and it just doesn't keep it. Yeah, I get that it's flying now, but Bidrill is flying, mm-hmm. Dustox is flying, so there was absolutely no need to lose the Water type to get a flying type. Yeah. It evolves. So, I agree with you. It, it just, it irks me. I agree like, with you. It's, uh, it's very annoying and very confusing. Yeah, and my last question is almost a philosophical one. Like, every fossil Pokemon is part rock type. Yeah. Right? And we are assuming that that is due to the fact that they were actually revived from a fossil mm-hmm. that is a rock, and so somehow the the rock got fused with the original Pokemon, giving us the new typing. Yeah. And so I have a question. Like, what was those Pokemon's typing before? Like, was Aerodactyl? actually the first pure flying type back in the day. Hmm. Who knows? Did Rock replace I, I don't know. normal? I, Probably I can, not. I cannot give you an answer for that. But it's it's an interesting... It's an interesting uh, question. Like, hmm. it, you, you can speculate on this and, and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. But I we will no probably idea. never know. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's it for today's topic. Um, we'll give you guys a chance to chime in later today. And so, without further ado, then I guess we're gonna go to today's com- uh, go-to commercial break. So we'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. So, Mister, why is uh why is Altaria a dragon type? Well, you see, young man, Altaria is based on the pain, a Chinese legendary bird of enormous size, said to have traveled. Yes. Wait, what's what what's China? I don't I don't understand, Professor. Uh well uh well like I was saying, well come on down to the New Bart Research Lab. I'll tell you everything you need to know downstairs. Poke the episode. And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 494, Victini, the Victory Star Pokemon. This Pokemon brings victory. It is said that trainers with Victini will always win, regardless of the type of encounter. I really like, I mean, I this, I didn't. I don't know why I've never done this before, honestly. Cause Victini, I don't know why you haven't, it's adorable! Victini's Victini. really cool, and like... I mean, it's not like Mew or something where there's like a lot of Pokemon that is just a very generic Pokemon. Victini is like one of the cool legendaries 
And he's he's BL. He's not Ubers right now, which is kind of nice. I mean, most of these Pokemon are actually OU or or Borderline or something like that. Uh, most of yeah. these like mythical Pokemon. Uh, by that I mean like base 100s across the board Pokemon. Yep. I and guess base 100 has become pretty subpar with time. I mean, it's not that great, right? Uh, it's it's like 600 across the board. You know who else has that? Salamence. Like, and. Not not just Salamence, but like there are a number of Pokemon with 600 like as a base stat total across the board, mm. and you know. But either way, Victini's actually really cool. Um, he's got some he's got some uh, very cool move sets that you can play with because he has a unique move in V Create, which, which looks amazing, which has really cool animations. Which mm-hmm. if, yes. if you want anything from that, the only other Pokemon that has access to it is actually Rayquaza, and that's due to like an event Rayquaza that can get it. But Rayquazas and Ubers and Mega Rayquazas is, is anything goes. So yeah, uh, only Pokemon wanna... with access to that in OU is V Create's actually a really good move too. It's like base one eighty power physical fire type move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it wrecks pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. It's Flareon's dirty, dirty secret dream. Yeah, even if right. you exist it, it's gonna hurt. Right. Yes. Uh, but you better have Flash Fire on your team if you see that. Yeah, the only issue with Victini, obviously, is that uh, being a psychic fire type, there are a number of things in OU that just break it, right? Rocks. There's just like, <laughs> you've, you've got a lot of things. Rocks is a problem. You've oh, got yeah. You've got uh, Landorus, which I have voiced my opinion on several times. Uh, Landorus yeah. coming in with a scarfed earthquake to just come in and kill it. You're looking. It Fox gets walled Darkon. pretty. It gets walled pretty easily by Azumarill, by Gliscor, by Keldeo, by Excadrill, by Latios and Latias, and even it's just, by some Pokemon in UU like yeah. Melodic, Suicune. Yeah, and you're just and so like, I just named like a number of Pokemon that gets walled by. I'm I'm not saying that a lot of Pokemon don't get walled. Obviously, like there are Pokemon that do, but a lot a lot of the people that I a lot of the Pokemon that I've just listed off are very common. That is that was the issue. Like I've definitely seen teams that will carry one of the Laddie, one of the Laddie twins, mm-hmm. uh, a Landorusarian, mm-hmm. and a Keldeo, or an Azumarill. Yeah, all on the same team. Like I, I've seen three. So you've got three Pokemon on the opponent's team that are going to wall your Victini. So unless you get rid of those three Pokemon before you get Victini out, you're going to have a bad time. Plus, it's not like. Like, you get rid of them, and you can actually sweep with Vicreate. Because Vicreate does not just decrease your defenses, it decreases your speed. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty big downside for a move that looks like it should be supposed to sweep things. Oh man, I don't want to be so so much of a downer on Victini, though. <laughs> no, Victini is awesome! It's and awesome! It's like, if you, if it, you can get it to work, it has like a lot of really cool sets you can do with it. Like, uh, there's a substitute set. I believe where you can you you set up your substitute. You have leftovers. It's like it's kind of a bulky Victini, but not really. And it gets uh, you can use V Create. Also, um, a particular event of Victini could also learn Bolt Strike. Oh, so yeah. if you have Bolt that Bolt Strike Victini, I I mean I don't like saying mythical Pokemon too many times for this episode because you can't really do that in game too much, especially recently. Like there are a lot of mythical Pokemon that are just very inaccessible. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, I wanted to break my one rule today because Victini's cool. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute. But you know, you could you could run substitute V Create Bolt Strike, which is an awesome electric type move with 
its own awesome things going on. Base 130 power, uh, it's stronger than a thunder. Like, I mean, can he learn thunder regardless? Uh, let's see. Um, he probably can not. Wild no, charge. He can learn thunder. He can thunder. learn thunder. Yeah. Thunder and Thunderbolt. He learns... Except, is Bolt Strike a physical move? I forget. Yeah, it, it is. It is, I think. Sadly. Uh, uh, so there's um, no there's no you know, such uh, analog. Base 100 across the board. Yes, Why wow. not mm-hmm. run a special Victini? It learns Overheat, it learns Thunder, it learns mm-hmm. Psy Shock. I mean, you can do a lot of stuff with those little Oh, guys. yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, you what could the... also... <laughs> you could run Final Gambit. If you really I mean... wanted to. Uh, but you could also, I mean, Final Gambit might be something to look into, but I, I don't really think it's that great of a strategy, personally. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that go that are going on in Victini, uh, competitively. So I would definitely say check it out and just play around with it. I mean, if anything, you could have some fun with it. You can land a V-Create and somebody's, like, Feral Thorn just watch the HP bar just, like, go away. <laughs> and, but other than that, let's see what it'll, let's see what we have, uh... What is it? What am I calling? What am I looking at? Trivia. Don't you want to do the TCG section before? Oh, we could do TCG. Is there a current in rotation Victini? I don't think there is, but uh, I have no there idea. Is. Let me take a look real quick. I do not believe there's an in rotation Victini. Oh, there is. One just came out in Roaring Skies. Mm. I'm a dum dum. Let's see. It's just it's just a plain but regular Victini. It's not a Victini EX. All right. Sadly, so there is a Victini. It's a fire type Victini because Victini can be both fire and psychic, which is really cool. Ugh. <laughs> is opinion. this the, is this the me first one and Cybolt one? Uh, this is the me first and the Cybolt Victini. Yep. Yeah. Uh, seventy base HP, not that great. Um, why, why does it have seventy base HP? It has so less low. than Fletch, Flint, Fletch Flinder. Yeah, I'm looking at my collection right now, and it's right next to the other Pokemon. <laughs> uh, that so is, for that is pathetic. It's, it's not even really that great, honestly, if you look at it, right? Uh, there's a me first, which costs one colorless energy, which just allows you to draw a card, and Cybolt for a fire energy and a colorless energy, which does 20 damage and flip a coin. If it's heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is paralyzed. It feels That's... like uh, it feels like Victini is there for like draw power if you put it in at all. The mm-hmm. first, the other, the other one from um, Black and White was a way better. Yeah, there were like Victini EX Pokemon. I mean. Like in Legendary Treasures, you have an EX po- an EX uh, Victini as well. I guess it's pretty much the same Victini uh, throughout all three sets. It's uh, it's a Victini. It's the Plasma Storm Victini, which has actually really cool artwork. And it's just like it's a Victini EX, 110 HP before EX cards were like totally overpowered. I mean, they've always been overpowered, but. Uh, for one fire energy, you can search your deck for up to two basic energy cards and attach them to your bench Pokemon in any way you like. Uh, and for one fire and two colorless energies, it, you do 50 plus damage, which if the defending Pokemon is an e- Pokemon EX, this card does 50 more damage. So, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, that's not awful. There's definitely better, like, EX Pokemon to run, but if you're running, like, a fire oh, yeah. deck or something, that might be something to throw in. Mm-hmm, for drawing capability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for energy assortment. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. But, yeah. So that's Victini's uh, Pokemon card life. Hmm. But we can also do, uh, we can also do, uh, trivia. 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 Uh, Victini, like Victini's hey. shiny sprite is super awesome. Uh, as we were talking before this segment, Victini's, uh, shiny sprite is like a silver color and it looks really, really cool. 
However, even though it has a shiny sprite, it is unaccessible because every Victini that you could possibly get has been uh, shiny locked. Boo. Which is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. You know, why do they make those, uh, make, even make the shinies, they're going to just lock them? Well, just, okay, so like every Pokemon has a shiny slot, right? And I think, I think it's one of those things where it's just easier to make one than to not make one. Also, a I... lot of Pokemon have been, become, like, that have been shiny locked are no longer shiny locked. Like yes. uh, like Zekrom and Reshiram were shiny locked until Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And also, I don't know if this is a thing anymore, but missing no is a proof of how bad missing data can be. So I yeah. guess it might be easier to just program everything in, even if you think you're never going to need it. Pretty much, yeah. Just so everything works the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can prevent anything from happening, anything bad from happening. Yeah. Moving on, Victini yep. has a pretty unique Pokedex number because it is the only Pokemon that has zero as its Pokedex number mm-hmm. in the Unova Pokedex. That's true. That also makes it the only Pokemon that comes before the first stage grass starter in a national Pokedex. It's also uh, Junichi Masuda's favorite Gen 5 Pokemon. It hmm. is. Fun fact. And I love this thing about uh, Victini, it's based on a cute way to cut apple slices to make them <laughs> look like little rabbits. Isn't that adorable? That is adorable. I love that. That is adorable. And um... I guess we should mention the other half of its origin, <laughs> which is um, like the V that its ears made. It's obviously the... V, v for, for victory, victory or the V for five. Yes, and the little wings that come out of its cute little butt are Nike's, or Nike, if we want to be, like, Greek precise. It's Nike. Uh, It's Nike in America, my dear. That's where I am, America. That's the only thing that matters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, they are the goddess Nike, or Nike, whatever you want to call them. They are her, her wings. And Nike or Nike is obviously the Greek goddess of victory. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool Pokemon. I suggest trying to use one if you can. Um, As always, though, if you want to learn more about Pokemon Pokemon related stuff, you can go check out PucklePodcast.com. We have a great host of writers. We have Snag and Whimsicott uh, right here, uh, both writing opinion articles, which are very much related every week. Snag's not here. Snag is not here. Uh, We do have, uh, we also have Mickey Panda doing anime summaries. We have Sublime doing VGC episodes, Viger on the news, and I am missing somebody. Jushiro on TCG articles. That is right. Scrawn on trivia. Scrawn on trivia. If you haven't done trivia, you should go do it. It's a lot of fun. The new one is going to be out by the in a few hours, if you're listening yeah, to this, as sure. soon as the episode comes out. So be sure to check out the website on Monday, or maybe on Tuesday, so you can be sure that it's out to find out what the new prizes are, which one you can compete for, and just to have a lot of fun answering the trivia mm-hmm. questions. They're always really good. Definitely. I suggest that, 100%. So, uh, without further ado, let's go on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Sending your emails. You 
mails you. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. As always, our mailbag is brought to you by the Inner Drink Energy Drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hopes. And as always, Green Tauros always endorses the use of punctuation, paragraphs, and all that other fantastic stuff that makes your emails readable. Slightly like, passive aggressive. But either way, as always, well, it's 2016. I, I, I wanted to make this a desperate plea because <laughs> some of the emails we've been getting have really great content. Yeah. But they have no punctuations, they have no paragraphs, and so we actually have to, like, decipher the content. Mm -hmm. And it's worth it, but it also gives us a headache. So, guys, I'm begging you, I promise you, it's not a language barrier. Everyone is getting a headache, not just me. Please, 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 please use some punctuations in your emails. Please, Make Wimsy got happy. <laughs> and as always, we will be giving out a mailbag badge to an email if we deem it worthy enough to earn the mailbag badge. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, jump in to this week's mailbag. Our first one is from Jestern. So, I'm Jestern, as is usually the case with me. So, seeing as every pope is, in, is special in its own way, it's hard for me to pick a favorite. Especially when I've been collecting favorites since Red, but forced to choose. I must go with my lovely claw buddy, Drapion. I still remember clearly how I love that derpy little claw bug Scorpy, and the little fella hardly had arms, so cute. At the time, I didn't have the internet, and as a result, and as a result raised all the new Pokemon that I liked in parallel to see what they evolved into. I was sure that my little Scorpion friend with his pathetic lame stats would turn into a veritable unicorn. Instead, I got Drapion. Drapion was ugly, with two arms coming out of its head, angry eyes, and claws everywhere. But I used him all the same due to his great defense stat. By the end of the game, I decided he was simply misunderstood, as afraid of, as afraid of his this cold, dark world as I was of him. Soon, he told me his story, and though I didn't understand a word of it, I left my translator Meowth at home. I realized that he was a defensive, defensive figuratively as he was physically trying to scare off the world that just had no place for him. I have raised a Drapion ever since, learning their strengths and weaknesses, and come to love every one of them. Over time, I've come to find that perhaps the reason I love Drapion is that it's the only Pokemon as derpy as me. And I hope so hard the newbies want to fight me. Drapion is Cray. Since then, so just Y and Sapphire, I've ran a Drapion and even considered going into the post-game <laughs> on a post-game Drapelot quest. Um, shout out to my Gudra, Tentacruel, Crobat, Flygon, and Gengar. A lot of poison types. I love each and every one of you. I just didn't think that Puckle wanted to hear me gush. P.S. A while back I said I got my first shiny in red. That was a typo. Fire red. So I remember that I caught it off Cinnabar Island, but looking back, shiny wasn't a thing until they added color to the game. Derp. Can I just say, I have little anime hearts in my eyes. This <laughs> Beautiful friendship story with his Drapion. Ah, oh, I love that. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, Maximus, you can get this next one from, I guess, 
Merrick because he didn't actually give us a name. He does give us a name and a pronunciation for it. Oh, and it was it? the right one. Merrick? At the end of the email. Where is it? I did not see bottom. it. It's, it's like you gotta click on the three dots. Oh, okay, I got it. Merrick. Okay, Merrick. I got it. You got this one, uh, Maximus. Alright. Hello, Poco Crew. I've been gone from Pokemon for over ten years, but the Pokemon Go announcement has revitalized my fire. The past ten-ish days, I've been sampling various Poke podcasts, but Poco was the only one to get a subscription. That's, like, uh, heart-touching. Yes. That's, like, yeah, that's, that's like, great. That's, that warms my heart with good feelings. Because there are a lot of Pokemon podcasts out there, and for you to decide that we were the best like no one ever was makes me pretty happy. <laughs> I'm also glad to hear that like you're getting back into it, and that you decided that we were the way you were going to do it. I uh, hope you have fun. Yeah, and if you're here for Pokemon Go hype, you can always come to Little Old Whimsicott. We can be <laughs> hyped together. I think everybody's hyped. I mean, I'm hyped. I just had to be the wet blanket. It made me really sad. It's okay, Thatch. I was hype enough for both of us about Pokemon Go. <laughs> Keep going, Maximus. Alright. Now that I've gotten my brief anecdote out the way, I should talk about my favorite Pokemon, Growlithe, with Snorlax being a close second. I've loved Growlithe ever since the first moment I saw him. Who doesn't love an adorable, loyal fire puppy? While playing the games, I almost always go to the lawful good Root and Growlithe is the ep- oh, crud. is the epitome. <laughs> uh, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Of that idea. Oh, oh epite- epitome is epitome. Oh, oh really? That's how, that, yeah, that's, that's how you spell, spell epitome. It? Yeah. Fun fact: it's like a really hard word to spell and then pronounce. I have no problem spelling it. I have trouble pronouncing it, and you have just opened my eyes. Thank it you. It is epitome. Epitome. It's weird, because I also thought it was, thought it was epitome. I used to think it was epitome as well, because I was thinking of Fire Emblem and like the tomes you use for magic spells. Yeah. I'm a really weird person. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Alright. This noble puppy evolves into Arcanine, a pseudo-legendary hellhound of justice. I love Growlithe so much that I've already joined a Pokemon Go team comprised of Fire Puppy enthusiastic. Thanks for the great podcast. I'm looking forward to to being a long-time listener from Merrick. Awesome. Okay, I have two comments to this email. Mm-hmm. The first one is you apparently have the same feelings about Growlithe and Arcanine as the person who drew a fan art of Captain America and owning a Growlithe and an Arcanine, <laughs> which was adorable. And there are Pokemon Go teams where I want to join one. Yeah, right? We're gonna. We're just gonna be the Puckle team. Point puckle me, team. Merrick. Point me. Where are they? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, you want to get this next one from uh, from I guess Dennis. Yeah, sure. All right. Hi, Thatch and randomly encountered hosts and madams. I'm the madam. <laughs> it's Dennis the DDG maniac sending another mailbag this week. Before that, yay, Green Taurus badge. Or in Spanish, sí, medalla del toro verde. Which, by the way, late thanks for 200 puckle episodes of awesomeness. Woo. Also, Dr. Shangu, <laughs> I'm glad you like my Sableye. I'm always breeding Pokemon for competitive purposes, but giving them different movesets that are sometimes really good or gimmicky, 
Um, and I have added some pictures of some examples that you may or may not have thought about. And there are a few on the bottom, like I'll mm -hmm. just list a couple. There's a Hunchcrow with Skytax, Steelwing, Nigel Flash, Sucker Punch. There's a Bonnette with Sucker Punch, Protect, Phantom Force, and Destiny Bond. Phantom Force, cool. Yeah, Phantom Force and I've there, seen some good stuff for. There's a Trevenant with Substitute, Leech Seed, Horn Leech, and Rock Slide. And there's an Ember with Takedown, Heat Crash, Head Smash, and Wild Charge. And finally, ooh, a Volbeat with Moonlight, Tail Glow, Baton Pass, and Bug Boss. That is interesting. I've seen that actually happen before. <laughs> yeah? In uh, mm -hmm. random battles, I got a Tail... So I think it was either me or my opponent. Somebody had Tail Glow like Volbeat and with Baton mm. Pass. And I was just like, pass that, and I had nobody to pass it to. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the mailbag. Well, to the difficult mailbag, since I love a little Pokemon, so I had to randomly pick one, but instead I picked two. Way to go, Dennis. Live the rapper life. The first one is Bonette, aka Madame Doll. The reason is simple. I love horror movies and reading about mythology, and Pokemon lore and Bonette's Pokedex entry never changes. It has a cool, evilish sign, and it's kinda cute in my opinion. It's been a real powerhouse on the attack department, and it has a repertory of status moves to use with Prankster, and when in Mega, it makes it even better. Skill swap a Pokémon with a certain ability, and you can spice up the game, or be a complete nightmare. The second is Trevenant, aka Yggdrasil. Nice reference, friend. What is not to love about this Pokémon? Fire weakness? That's actually not that big of a problem in Trick Room, since it has access to Rock Slide, but it's still not enough since Talonflame is a thing, for now. Having access to various physical and, st and status moves and the wonderful ability called Harvest, it makes a bulky Pokémon that can pack quite a punch with Horner, Leech, Leech Seed, Substitute or Phantom Force. Ooh, it has Phantom Force too. Mm -hmm. And the before mentioned Rock Slide for coverage. But overall, it's a very fun Pokémon to use. Uh, I personally like Frogator, it was my just starter and it always will be. Also, it's my policy not to roast any Pokémon, but no matter how bad or useless it seems to be, since some can be used. We only need to think outside of the box and give them our own uh, personal touch, be it good or gimmicky. It's like Shamu's philosophy and I agree with it. Only exception to my policy is if a Pokémon is poisonous to the metagame or it overcentralizes it, like <coughs> Landrotherian, etc. I also agree with it. Mm -hmm. well, I think I a go. lot of us agree with that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, off I go to test run a Moxie Hunchcrow holding Power Herb with Sky Attack, Night Slash, Sucker Punch, and Steelwing. The Eevees are 252 HP, 252 Attack, and 4 Defense. Any Pokemon suggestions about what to breed next? Mm, well, since you seem to like gimmicks, Whimsicott? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, have one, honestly. Seriously. Uh, Whimsicott is pretty funny. Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Can you guys? No. Nope. No. Alright. I'm running really low on ideas after having three full boxes of competitive Pokemon. Oh, I almost forgot to thank Fluffy's Whimsicott for leaving me dumbfounded slash stunt like Satin Ethan when you said that Whimsicott was pure grass in 5th gen, since I thought it was grass flying. I'm telling you, the universe well, has collided. You are welcome, my friend. And see, he thanks me for enlightening him while well, you just got mad. He's the better The universe person. has collided. It happened. 
I was almost certain it was grass flying. You are almost certain. And you were completely wrong. <laughs> Do you guys have any articles about Pokemon lore? Mm, okay. Some in we, the archives, I believe. Yeah, we don't have a specific column, but uh, like Bjorn's articles often touched on Pokemon lore, and you can find touches of it sprinkled among pretty much every article. So what you should probably do is like do a search on our website for the specific Pokemon you're interested in, or like maybe mm-hmm. do maybe a, a keyword search on the website, and it will bring up all the articles that have that word in them. So you can see if maybe when, say, Scrum wrote an Intermeta article about a certain Pokemon, he also went on for a bit about its lore. It yeah. has happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, sorry for the long email. <laughs> You're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, this was not a long email. Not All right. Oh, but shout out to shout out to you for saying big net. I'm right mm-hmm. there with you, man, with the mega evolution. Uh, I've got the next email from Palkia. Happy 201st episode, Puckle Podcast. Nice long episode last week, but for the topic this week, here's why for alligator sucks. I get oh. to read this, obviously. Um, let's talk about its speed and power, and no coverage. Whoa, its power is pretty decent with sheer force. Coupled with the life orb. And it's got decent coverage. I wouldn't say it has awful coverage. There are Pokemon with worse coverage, Lilligant. Uh, so let's let's calm down there. Also, it's an alligator not very creative. I mean, what? <laughs> okay, onto the real topic. My favorite Pokemon is Palkia. They're done. See ya on the flop side of a flip. Okay, let me make this better. My favorite non-legendary Pokemon is either Metapod or Krogunk. Metapod, I love you. Why you public people ask? Just wait, he'll explain. Well, both of them have a story to me. Metapod, no, known known in the meta as a piece of uh-huh. pip loop. Uh, Metapod is an underdog who nobody likes. Metapod means a lot to me. When I started playing Red and Blue, I caught a Caterpie, bi- caught a pad- Caterpie, big surprise. But that Caterpie evolved into a Metapod. I, I saw this cocoon-like Pokemon that looked like it was exposed to radioactive waste. I made sure this guy never evolved and cherished him since none of my friends had theirs as a Metapod. Croagunk. I used to have a friend, in this case, who we will call Dialga. Dialga was a great guy, but his favorite Pokemon was Charizard, so I heard him blab about his OP Charizard for most of his childhood. He then said if I beat his Charizard, he'd give me $10. He was part of our underground Pokemon Fight Club, Mm, that sounds uh, familiar. If you want to call mm-hmm. it, uh, if you would, it would be... Uh, <laughs> one long weekend, I was thinking of how I can not only beat this dragon, but how to shame him and make his Charizard look weak. So that day, I found a majestic 6IV Poison Touch Krogunk. I trained this guy all day, not evolving him into a Toxic Croak, so it would be even more shameful. The night came so into the cellar of Groudon's, another friend's house we went. Dialga sweeping with his Charizard until he met, he met my Croagunk. To make a short short story shorter, Oko. Uh, Palkia. Even even since I saw this, I will be referring to it as a male. Box art on Pearl. I knew he was going to be cool. Not only was he the first poke I ever got to level 100, by the way, 
By the way, I anyone has a Palkia full art, hit me up, man. Anyway, this beast is great. So he might be slow, but the Arceus movie, he 1v1'd Arceus after both Giratina and Dialga had been taken down. Well, it's closing time on Lava Ridge now. See ya. Uh, Palkia. So, uh, actually, I had a very similar story. Like, when I first started Puckle, it wasn't a podcast. Whoa. Calm down. Everybody, everybody's freaking out, but I'm going to tell you to calm down. Uh, <laughs> and so, Puckle wasn't a pod, wasn't just a podcast. It was, uh, it was like a club that me and my friends would actually play Pokemon in. And we went ahead and, like, uh, we had, like, this tournament downstairs, and so, like, I had this one friend before I learned, like, EV train and IV train who would always just use Legends, and every time he did that, he'd win, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, this time, like, my first competitive team that I ever built was based around Ludicolo. <laughs> hey, Ludicolo. And so, like, I, uh, I, like, just set up Rain Dance, and I just went. And I, I had a Ludicolo wall his entire team, because he didn't EV train or anything. And so, like, I just, like, Ludicolo, like, with Rain Dish, with Leech Seed set up, and, like, all this other stuff just stalled him out the entire time. It was ridiculous. Did you have leftovers just for injured? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, rain but dish, I probably had... I pro- seed and Rain and Leftovers. That's and cool. Leftovers, and then you Toxic him, and then you Giga Drain when you feel like it. And <laughs> you're just like, yeah, you can't do anything. If anyone is curious, this set is uh, very well detailed in one of the first Puckle episodes. Is it? Yeah, I've heard you talk about this Ludicolo many times before. It's, it was like my first competitive Pokemon. <laughs> Ludicolo has a very special place in my heart. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Maximus, you can get this next one from Snag. Yeah, sure. Hello, Trainer Thatch and whoever he has. First, I would like to extend a hearty congratulations on making your 200th episode. That is quite a feat, and you should be proud of your efforts. 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 When I first found Puckle, it was looking, I was looking for a podcast that had some legs to it, but was still relevant. There were several podcasts that had been in production for a while, but yours hit the sweet spot. Congrats, and I hope your podcast continues for years to come. Well, at least Thatch has us for another year and a half, I believe. <laughs> I I don't doubt that we'll be able to pay for it in the near future. I just wait. There'll be some there'll be some like incentives if we can't reach that. <laughs> I guess it's incentive not to donate, but donations are very much welcome if you, it helps pay for the website. Again, none of that money goes into my pocket. It goes all way all right back into the community. There's never a reason for it not to. Uh, but keep going, Maximus. All right. My favorite Pokemon has always been Alakazam. Back in Gen 1, before I knew psychic types were broken, it was unstoppable, and I tried to clear the Elite Four with it several times. I even, even really enjoyed the King, the Kadabra in place of Alakazam when I didn't have the ability to link up with somebody and get it to evolve. Today I have an Alakazam plush and plastic figure, which I'm not proud to admit I stole from Walmart. Ooh. Uh, the cherry. <laughs> and the cherry on top uh, was an X and Y when it got a mega evolution. It was sweet. Trying to keep it short and sweet this time. Catch you on the flip flop. 
Smack. Bloom. Buckle oh. does not endorse the in any way. Sorry, dude. I didn't. <laughs> Alright, uh, what is it got? You've got this next one from Ten Little Men. Alright. Hi there, Buckle Crew. Ten Little Men here, writing in with a last second mailbag. I must say, the main mailbag question this week is quite possibly the hardest one for me to answer, so I guess I will start with why for alligator socks. Wait, what? The main I... reason. Oh, the, the mailbag <laughs> question last week was, what is your favorite Pokemon? And then uh, Gator tacked on, why for alligator sucks? So I put in the parenthesis, why does for alligator oh. sucks as a joke? And people actually are bombarding me with bad feelings. And what just so stupid. much hate. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> The main reason that I can conclusively say that Feral Gator sucks is that he is simply the worst starter of both his type and generation. He is obviously the worst of his generation, which isn't saying much, considering he is up against a pretty awesome walking volcano and a flying plant dinosaur. Flying, yeah. So I don't think there is much room for arguing there. Being the worst worst type starter, on the other hand, is a bit more relatable. You see, many people would claim that Samurott is worse than Feraligator, and in a 1v1 situation that may be true. However, Samurott basically gets a freebie in my eyes based on the fact that he is the only decent Gen 5 starter. Whoa, 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 whoa. Superior has something to say about that. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. It doesn't help that Feraligator's shiny sprite is simply awful. As for my favorite Pokemon, well, that is a very difficult question. After all, pretty much all of them have their own charm, except Tranquil, that stupid detect-spamming, otherwise forgettable bird. Such as the cool Scissor, the majestic Gardevoir, or the adorable Jumpluff. I guess if I had to choose one out of the hundreds available to me, then it would have to be Magneton. Now, I know that some of you are asking why Magneton, Viger is certainly not asking that. Yeah. Um, the answer is simple, really. Magnemite is easily one of the greatest Pokémon to ever be conceived of. Why is Viger not here for this? I'm saying. And, <laughs> and Magneton manages to cram in 300% more awesomeness! Magneton has helped put the theme on its metaphorical back in many of Nuzlocke's, with its impeccable typing and power, while also wielding the tools necessary to, to be viable in every tier from RU to OU, thanks to the slight speed advantage over Magneton occasionally making a crucial difference in battles. It also has a pretty wicked shiny that isn't totally lame like for alligators or a puke green slash bright pink like the other 90% of Pokemon out there. I personally like bright pink shinies, but let's move on. That's like well, 90% guess... of shinies, Whimsicott. <laughs> no, 90% are puke green. <laughs> well, I guess that is all for today. Thank you for reading this lengthy mailbag, and hopefully this mail has helped to illustrate why for alligator is bad and magnetron is objectively the best. 20 flip-flops later, 10 little men buzzing out. I think Viger has a new best friend. Yeah, right? Yep. <laughs> Alright, so I've got this next one from a new listener, Node. Greetings to you, Thatch, and any potential co-hosts. I am Node, a first-time writer, but not a first-time listener. I've been listening since the beginning of the year, and I'm very happy to finally be writing in. As am I, that you are writing in. On to the mailbag question, my fave bond is Metagross. It's just a big, angry, floating Seaver computer, which is cool. Awful for Alligator, also for Alligator is bad because Typhlosion is better. Come on, Thatch, get with the program. 
I guess that with that, I guess I'll I'll end the email. Oh wait, I have to end with a flip flop pun. All right, how about this flip flop goodbye? Known. Hmm. Uh, also, we have uh, one last email. It's from Mega Merlin. We have his a uh, a uh, audio email. So let me play that for you guys right now. Hey, Puckle people! It's Mega Merlin here. Yes, it's Mega Merlin. I have found my Mega Stone for the time being. Uh, it seems that um, people I talk to uh, on Puckle.com uh, like Mega Merlin better than Merlin now. And I know that Scrawn, and I think it was Vigar who also messed up the name, uh, reading mailbags. So, yep, it's Mega Merlin again. So, that's a thing. Anyway, on to the mailbag. Um. I'm kind of in between favorite Pokemon right now. Um, my favorite Pokemon as of this moment has got to be Conkeldor. And that is because I actually can kind of relate to Conkeldor right now. Um, I, because of my job, I've been getting a lot of muscle. And I just see Conkeldor as this like huge, muscly, pokey man thing. And it's just really, um, I think, a pretty decent design. And that's saying something for the designs for, from Gen 5, because I think I honestly think most of the designs from Gen 5 were generic or just kind of sucked. But hashtag Gen 4 life. Um, but, yeah, and also I've been using Conqueror on, like, all of my competitive teams. And so I really love that. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say a a couple things real quick um i am sorry that i was not on last week's 200th episode uh podcast um i would say that i went to go retrieve scron and vigar but honestly i was just at work and my email was too long so it didn't get read so that's a thing anyway um i just want to send a quick shout out to everyone at the, at the Poco community. Uh, everyone's so amazing. And, um, I, it's the best, this is the best community I've ever been in. So I just want to let you guys know that. And, uh, Oh, looks like my time is running out. So, uh, I guess I'll catch you on the flip flop and thatch leg day is important. Yeah, that was a great email. Thank you for that, Mega Merlin. Uh, it was uh, great hearing from you. It was not great to hear you implying that Whimsicott has generic design. My Whimsicott plushie and I are very cross about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 all right. I mean, it's cool listening to people, and thank you for like all the great words for the Puckle community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's it for the mailbag. Uh, Next week, though, we have a mailbag question that you guys can send in the email to at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. The question for next week, though, is going to be, what Pokemon do you think has a type that doesn't make sense? So send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know. Um, also, if you have an answer to all the questions we were posing ourselves this week, please send that in as well. That would be great. Um, also, uh, there's plenty of other things to do this week other than wait for Thatch's inevitable YouTube video to come out. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter. You'll know exactly when that YouTube video comes out. You could follow, subscribe to our YouTube channel even to do that. 
uh, you can go ahead and listen to us, uh, or what? Not listen. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Tumblr. Subscribe to our subreddit. And most importantly, if you have not already, review us on iTunes. That really helps us out. Uh, I know personally for me, it gives me a lot more motivation when I hear from you guys, either in the chat box or in these emails or even just reading an iTunes review. It definitely, definitely helps me uh, keep going. It's definitely, it's a huge help though. It's just like people care about this community just as much as I do. And that helps me get through this whole thing. Not saying that I wouldn't do it anyway, but. (laughs) Aww. Yeah, yeah. Review us on iTunes. It'll make me feel pretty happy. He likes reading the reviews. He does. I do. I'm so <laughs> I'm so conceited. So conceited. Actually, let's do that right now. Let's read a review just to uh, make you people think that you can get more words on the podcast than usual. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Puckle page on uh, on the iTunes Store, and we're gonna read the newest uh, newest review of Puckle. Here we go. What should be a one star one? <laughs> one star review. That'd be awful. <laughs> I, I just walked in. It's a trap. Uh, so the newest one is by Paul D. Catrone Wines. Wow, this is the Pokemon community at its best. A little of everything. TCG, VCG, uh, it's VGC, not VCG, but, uh, creative literature, or is it auditure? As a father of two youngsters, one who is a Pokemon fanatic, this is my go-to for what the Pokemon community is talking about. This is the podcast we listen to on our way to and from school. My youngest calls it the Pickle Podcast. He's the Pokemon fanatic. So there you go. iTunes reviews. That makes me so happy that people are listening to this in the car. Uh, Shout out if you are listening to this in the car and you call this the Pickle Podcast. (laughs) Shout out indeed that you're going to have to be very careful with with those Eevee sounds. (laughs) So yeah, um, until next week, uh, go... Fetch. Yeah. Patch. What? Green Taurus badge. I oh yeah shoot. <laughs> Green Taurus badge. I I totally forgot. Who do you guys think should win it this week? Um, Did the question not have it? Uh, I I don't know. I don't want to make any claims. <laughs> somebody who does have it. I don't want to yeah. make any claims. Uh, a lot of these people do already have it. I will say that. I'm not sure yeah. if Jester or not has it. Let's uh let's take a look. Once it loads. Do 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 to do. I did not open this up. But yeah. Uh let's see. Let's see, I'm not sure that Justin has it yet though. We're about to find yeah. out. Drum roll uh, I'm trying to figure it out. Forget where J is in the alphabet. <laughs> uh Justin does not have it. Well, I I was incredibly moved by the story of his friendship with Drapion going from what the heck is this thing to this is my best friend forever, so I'm voting for him. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, that's good. That's good. I'll go for Jesturn. Uh, so Jesturn, you can submit for the Green Taurus badge online now. Yay! Congratulations! Woo! Congratulations! Uh, but yeah. Um, until next week, please email us at pokopodcast.gmail.com and let us know what you have going on. Uh, what's your, uh, what Pokemon do you think has a typing that doesn't make any sense? Um, you can also email us various other stories. We love hearing that. Uh, email us if this is your first time and you just want to talk to us and be on the show, kind of, in a sense. Uh, you can also, uh, 
As I said, follow us on Twitter, where I'm posting cat pictures now, apparently. Hmm. Uh, follow, Like us and follow our Facebook page. And you can also follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to our YouTube. And if you're just bored during the week, come to PucklePodcast.com and come talk to us at the chat box. I try to be there as often as I can, and it's a lot of fun. So, uh, without further... Um... If I may, mm-hmm. do remember to sign up for the Mini Madness Tournament this yes. week if you want to be in it, because mm-hmm. by the time the next episode comes out, it will be too late. Yes. Uh, so please do. If not, uh, we will be holding more tournaments. We hold uh, about four of them a year right now, and there are plenty of other tournaments to join at a later time. So I guess that's it for this week. So I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Mr. Maximus. And I am the fluffiest whimsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.